TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. We are continuing our conversation about the United Way Dallas. Right now, we're going to talk about an initiative that the United Way is a part of right now. It's called Pathways to Work. Andrea Gillespie is their director. How are you doing today? Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thank you very much for joining me. I mentioned earlier in the broadcast that I, I first heard about this project uh, at a meeting that I went to that was specifically about Pathways and all the people that were involved with it. It's a big project. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people involved, and I was really unf- I was the most unfamiliar person with it in that room, mm-hmm. and I, I it was kind of funny. After a couple of minutes, I realized it was like, you need to be quiet and listen. I learned a lot, though, mm-hmm. and it's a really fascinating project, and it's going to help a lot of people, and, and it seems like it's going to continue for a really long time. So let's let's figure out what you guys are doing. So what is Pathways? Sure. Pathways is a partnership of funders, employers, and training providers that are working to help more hardworking individuals in our Dallas economy get the skills they need for better paying jobs. All right. So this is not one of those things. We were discussing this in the previous segment. The United Way is not really in the business of giving handouts or really charity in the in the normal sense. And this is a perfect example of that. You are taking people with jobs or who are looking for a job that really want to propel themselves into into a better situation. And I guess that's really what this is all about. Yeah, it has a lot of moving pieces. I mean, when you think of Pathways to Work, we're really a convener, um, bringing together the necessary puzzle pieces and people that are ultimately going to be able to work together to help people get better jobs. Um, so when you think about what that means, it means the employers that um, have positions they need to fill. They have a sense of how their business is going to grow, what orders they need to fill. Um, the training providers, whether they're colleges or community-based organizations that are working directly with uh, people who want and need training. And then also funders like United Way that um, are funding programs and want to have a better idea of um, what's the best bet for their money um, and where they should be supporting the best programs. I think one of the best ways to learn about how this project is running would be to kind of just put it in the scenario of a person that is joining Pathways. Mm -hmm. So when a young person from Dallas Mm -hmm. joins Pathways, what is going to be kind of their trajectory? How does this work for them? Yeah, so... um that would uh, that's a great question, and it kind of really helps me to tell you how we're organized. Um, so um, you know, we've heard a lot about how United Way um, funds good programs around the community, and a large part of what United Way also does is really kind of have a pulse on the needs of the community, where the gaps are, um, where services could be extended or expanded, um, and that's really how we approach the work of Pathways to Work. Um, is that by working with training providers and funders and employers, we identify um, training um, projects that we can um, fund. Um, and then um, those once those projects get funded, um, then people can who are looking for training can can apply and and hopefully get into those programs. So Pathway started in 2014. Um, and at our start, we funded, we helped to create um, um, helped to see two new funding, two new workforce development programs in Dallas that were 
going to help people with low skills get training for better jobs in the healthcare and IT sector. Um, one of those organizations we first funded was a brand new organization to Dallas called Perscolis. Um, and that is a fast track training program that takes people, low income students, without any prior computer experience, but an interest and a desire to get into the IT field and provides them with eight to 10 weeks of training where they can get a certification and then get a job in the IT sector as a help desk person or a, um, um, some sort of network technician. A lot of companies that we work with, um, a lot of companies that you know of, maybe that you've worked with, have like the help desk where you can send a, a request, you can let them know about a problem, and then someone will come up and take yeah. over your computer space and figure out how to fix it. And that's basically, um, uh, what who per the types of jobs that Perscolis trains people to take? On. I, I would have not been shocked if you would have said it was a fast track for eight to ten months, but you're talking about eight to ten weeks yeah. where people can make a huge impact in their life. They really can. Um, that particular program does make a huge impact because the key is is that the student has to commit to going full time during that eight to ten week period. So it it, it pretty much breaks down um, eight to five Monday through Friday. Um, then they get, a, once they complete the training, they have to test for the certification. Um, for those of you out there that know anything about IT, they are testing to get that CompTIA A-plus certification. Um, and then once they get that, then Perscolis will help them get a job out in the field. Um, and the thing about those types of jobs, they can be anywhere. They can be in a hospital. They can be in a nonprofit. Um, some students have gone on to work in construction companies. Because when you think about it, um, there's really not an industry that is not touched by computers no and technology. So they can go to a lot of different co types of companies. Does does Pathways work usually each year with, with two different organizations? That, that seems to be kind of popping out, but I might be wrong about that. Yeah, we started with two. Um, I can tell you a little bit about our second yeah, uh, program that yeah. we um, that we funded when we first got started. It's a healthcare. Uh, we call it a healthcare career pathways program. It's pretty unique in the sense that it's really a collaboration between El Central College and a nonprofit organization in Mesquite called Sharing Life Outreach. Um, and the way that program works is uh, the instructors from El Centro actually go to the nonprofit and provide training to help people become certified nursing assistants, phlebotomists. And then if they want to continue, they can go to the downtown campus and get training to become an EKG technician. Um, and the, the thing about that program that's so cool is that um, there's a space at Sharing Life Outreach that if you walked in, it's a training space, it actually looks like a hospital room. There's gurneys, um, there's um, um, model people that look and feel like human beings. Um, there's It's just a little scary that's when you creepy. first walk in and you're not prepared <laughs> for it. Um, there's gurneys. Um, you know, El Central has tried to do whatever they can to make it look and feel like a real workplace environment. And um, that training is broke up into eight weeks, too. So if you, students go to school pretty much full time in eight week chunks, and then after each of those eight week chunks, they can get um, a healthcare certification. So it could be tough to to make sure that you're able to dedicate yourself for eight to 10 weeks. But when you really look at the benefit it's it's worth it. So for a lot of these people, is is that maybe the only uh, drawback to them, or the or the the first hurdle, and then they they kind of realize what the opportunity is and, and just decided to leap over. Yeah, yeah. In the case of health, um, the, our healthcare career pathways program, we purposely um, made the training site in a community-based organization for a number of reasons. The main reason is um, just accessibility. It was easier for people to get there. I think the second issue is that for a lot of people, um, it's intimidating to go to a college campus and sign up and, and sit for classes. You know, maybe they have um, some bad past experiences. Maybe they just don't have the self-esteem. 
but to be able to go to an organization in their community that they um, probably are already familiar with mm-hmm. is a lot uh, is a little bit of an easier lift for them. Um, and so um, we've seen a lot of people come through there that would not have gotten training otherwise, um, but they've gotten the training um, and they've become successful. And they actually have boosted their confidence enough up that they continue at the college campus, which is what we want to see. So working a little bit of that home field advantage type thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it is important. And I think you also raised a good point that, you know, eight weeks is a nominal amount of time. When you think about um, the the IT training, for instance, you know, it could take a person who's working in, you know, minimum wage jobs to earning 15 to $20 an hour, um, depending on who they work with and what they do. Um, so that's a that's a huge jump in jobs, you know, particularly that have benefits and retirement and things like that. So, um, you know, that's a nominal investment in really being able to change your life. Um, but also, when you weigh that against um, going to college for full time for 16 weeks at a time, um, it's it it's a uh, it's again it's a nominal investment. It's not as much time, as much commitment, um, and you're able to really uh, really build it into your life if you want it. You can kind of build how you want to your 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 career to progress when you do it in pieces like that. Exactly, exactly. And that's really kind of as a workforce development field um, where it's headed is how do we, uh, you know, there's so many workers, you know, workers out there that are already working. They're long past the uh, kindergarten to high school pipeline. They probably have family responsibilities, bills that they have to pay. Um, They can't take uh, 16 weeks off to go to school full time, but they may be able on nights and weekends or for uh, a shorter period of time, like eight weeks, to be able to go full-time and then get back into workforce. So um, a lot of workforce programs, like the ones that are supported by Pathways to Work, really are about, you know, how do we how do we make this accessible and manageable for a student that has um, life and family responsibilities? We're, we're training people to get better jobs and to, to better their lives, but once you have the training, you still have to make sure that you find a job. Now, do exactly. these companies that you're working with do they provide jobs? Does does Pathways help people to find jobs if they aren't after they are done with their training? Yeah. A key part of the, the programs I mentioned is um, their work with employers. Um, on the IT side, Perscolis, um, along with Pathways to Work, um, works hand-in-hand with um, employers in the community that are looking for entry-level IT workers. Um, and um, kind of like a matchmaking service as students graduate from the program um, with those employer relationships that have been developed. um, You know, we call on the employers and let them know, hey, we have uh, a number of students that are graduating um, with this certification. Do you have any positions open? So in a lot of ways, we can play um, either as pathways to work or through our funded funded programs, we can help be that connector between um, the worker that's just graduated from the program and the employer that needs a, a skilled worker. Andrea Gillespie is the director of Pathways to Work. How many people are a part of this project right now? Well, uh, last year we trained um, and placed over 200 people in jobs. Um, and that was really just through two um, of our training programs. We've since expanded. Um, we are um, ramping up a new um, healthcare training program that's going to be um, serving uh, youth in West Dallas. It's going to be helping youth between the ages of 18 and 24 get jobs at Baylor University Medical Center. So we're really excited about that. 
Um, but yeah, we are we're excited about just with those two programs, what we've been able to do. And, you know, we're hoping that with more resources, we can do more good. You said that this new project is working or focusing on on people that are 18 to 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Is there normally an age that goes along with this? Are there people that are younger and older that are a part of it? Or is this mostly geared toward that 18, 24 age bracket? Yeah, that's it. This is our for this is our first time really where we're tailoring um, a program for older youth. Um, our two um our, our first two programs, the IT training program I mentioned and the other healthcare program, um, primarily served working adults. Um, I think the average age for students in that program was about 34. Mm-hmm. So these are workers that have been working in the field. Um, you know, they're, re- they're, they're realizing that if they don't get more training, they, they may not be able to move out to jobs that they that would better support themselves and their families. Um, but we think that it's so important um, from the youth perspective to really help them get on the right foot. Um, the better jobs that they have, the sooner, the better their earnings are over time, um, better family and health indicators that they have. So, um, you know, with all that in mind, we thought with this newest training program that we would focus on on older youth just, just getting started in the labor market. You said that the last uh, go-around, let's say, was about 200 people. Mm-hmm. You're expanding but since it started in 2014, has it always been around that 200 mark, or has it been constantly It's been growing? constantly growing. Our first year, um, I think we barely touched 100. Um, and so every year, through a combination of resources, partnership building, and really just fine-tuning the program, working out the kinks, um, Perscolis and our healthcare training partnership between Sharing Life Outreach and El Centro have been able to serve more and more people every year. How are you finding people for Pathways? What what makes a person a, a candidate to be a part of this organization? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, because United Way funds uh, a broad array of nonprofits through our own um, our own um, grant funding, um, we have a huge network of nonprofits that are serving um, people who are a good candidate. So a lot of a lot of what happens is that other nonprofits will uh, will refer um, to those training programs. Um, at uh, Sharing Life Outreach, because it's a community-based organization that operates a food pantry, um, they have a health clinic, I believe, they do a lot of other things, a clothing closet for people who are um, going on interviews. A lot of the students have come to Sharing Life Outreach for other things and then found about the job training and got enrolled. Um, it's word of mouth, too. Um, there was a family at Sharing Life Outreach where the sister um, went into training you know, got was successful in becoming a, a certified um, nursing assistant, went back, told her mom and her brother, and then they enrolled in a future cohort. So a lot of it is is just referrals between nonprofits and word of mouth. Are people skeptical at the results when you first explain to them what their oppor- what their opportunities really are? Yeah, yeah. I think that people are only because, you know, from the worker point of view, I mean, we're really focusing on um, low skill and low wage workers. So, um, you know, another way of putting of looking at them as frontline workers that for whatever reason, um, maybe they were just able to finish high school, maybe not quite high school. They may have had some bad experiences um, with educational settings, maybe doubting themselves that they could actually do it. Um, and those are the people that, you know, um, once we're able to get a commitment commitment from them and provide them the support, they're surprised about how far they're able to go. Is there a mentor aspect to this program? 
Um, yes and no. In fact, it's it's funny that you should say that because we're really what we're finding from um, you know, our work since 2014 is that mentoring is a big part of that. And sometimes it happens informally because the training happens um, in groups of students. Um, so like, you know, a group of 20 students will go through the training together um, and then they kind of lean on each other for support. Mm. Um, but on our newest um, training initiative we're doing for youth, um, there is going to be a m- mentorship and component where when the students, uh, when the youth do go to work at the hospital, they're going to be paired with a mentor who is an employee of the hospital. So we're hoping that that is another extra support that keeps people in the program and helps them be successful. When I when I really heard the details of this program in that, in that first meeting that I went to, I, I was shocked at what the opportunity really was, yeah. the scope of it. Yeah. it. This is phenomenal. So are you almost having a problem turning people away from this because the opportunity is so rich? Um, you know, no, I mean, the and it kind of goes back to our economy is just so strong. There are so many jobs being created almost on a daily basis. Um, there was a labor market study done a few years ago um, that showed that middle skilled jobs are growing in um, our labor market. And those jobs, um, for those of you who have not heard of the term before, require more education than high school, but not quite a four-year college degree. Um, and um, a lot of those jobs could be found in the healthcare, the IT sector, um, are, are, are two big ones. Um, and so, you know, a lot of employers struggle to find workers with the right skills and certifications for those jobs. Um, so for as strong as our economy is, sometimes it's really hard just to meet the demand to make sure that, that enough workers are getting trained to get those jobs. So um, in that sense, it hasn't the, the hardest lift has been able to make sure that those jobs have been filled those jobs get filled once people have been trained. This program has been growing and doing better and better each year. Have you seen that companies are now approaching you to want to be a part of this? Um, we're hoping soon. We definitely are. Um, I think that that's definitely where we want to go. That we want to have a closer relationship with employers, especially in the healthcare and IT field. Um, so that because we know that those industries are changing very rapidly. Definitely, the IT field is that as new um, as new software is developed and new applications get coded and. Um, I know very little about IT, so as far as I'm going to take it, I just know that things change very rapidly. So it's always good to really hear from the employers themselves what skills they need, because the worst thing you can do is um, put a lot of effort and resources into a training program that's not really training people for what employers need. Which brings up a great point, because I saw this on your website, which is pathwaystowork.org, that you guys really work on analyzing the job market. Mm-hmm. So you have, you've put the effort in in trying to figure out something that is going to give a person a future mm-hmm. as opposed to just a job immediately. And that seems to be what kind of sets us apart from a lot of other jobs programs. Yeah, yeah. We really want to target industries that not only, um, like healthcare and IT, not only because we know that uh, job growth is strong and there will be plenty of open, openings that will be, need to be filled by newly trained graduates, but that also there is a pathway to advancement, that um, you start off getting a good job and there's a lot of room to grow in that field and to advance into even higher paid positions. Do you guys keep up with the people that have been a part of the program to see, to kind of track their progress and see we where do, they're at? We do, we do. Actually, if you go to our website, uh, pathwaystowork.org, we have some great videos of past training participants. Um, one in particular from our IT program um, says in the video that he was working in um, a string of minimum wage jobs. Um, 
he happened, I think, to see an ad for Perscolis, maybe on a website, took a chance, and now he's working full-time in a local construction organization with jobs, with a full-time good-paying job with benefits and a retirement. So, I mean, he just, it, it, he, in the video, he says that it blows his mind, and we have a lot more other stories like that. Is, is there kind of uh, an ulterior motive uh, with Pathways that you're not only trying to change the individual, but also trying to change areas? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, a job, getting someone a job means so much, Um, you know, from the base level of just making sure that they have um, enough resources to, um, um, you know, to stabilize themselves and their families. But, you know, it means a great deal to an employer who can count on something and and grow their business. It means a lot to uh, the worker that has kids, that their kids see them, um, you know, see them going to work each day and being responsible and really kind of helps mold that that child's future aspirations. And then if you look at the community level, if you have people that are employed and working, they're giving back into their community. They're more strongly involved. Um, they care about where they live. So it has a lot of positive impacts than just putting money in someone's pocket. Benefits. Mm-hmm. That's such a huge thing. I, I remember when I first got benefits at a job, the feeling of relief that you get knowing that you're essentially safe. Yeah, and that your life's not going to be financially destroyed if something catastrophic happens. Absolutely. So, so these changes are significant. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It can really change a person's family tree, ultimately. Uh, for the people that have kind of, let's say, graduated from Pathways, are they returning to either maybe help recruit people or just help out? They do. A lot of times they do go back to the training um, the training sites, and we'll talk to the students about what their experience has been. Um, they may go out and talk to people that are interested in getting into the program, but aren't sure if they can do it or um, if it's if it's going to be if it's going to be something that's realistic for them. So yes, we do have training um, training graduates that go back and share their experience, and and the hope that they only will help people graduate that are in the program, but bring more people in. For these middle skilled jobs that we're trying to place people in, what is a, a good idea of, a, of an average income for a middle skills job? Because we're, we're yeah. talking a lot about it, but I think that kind of specific number would help people understand how much this opportunity can really help. Yeah, yeah. It definitely fluctuates, but I would say the uh, the medium income, um, medium wage is about $20, $24 an hour. So these are pretty good paying jobs. That's great. Yeah. And you're saying an eight to 10 week program sometimes can be the difference between a low paying job, minimum wage job, and, mm-hmm. and what is a great, that's a great job. $25 yeah, uh, an hour is yeah, a great job. Actually, yeah, it absolutely is. And then when you factor in the benefits, it, it's a lot, it ends up being a lot more than that. How can people get involved with Pathways, whether the people that want to actually be a part of the program or also businesses that would also like to be a part of this program, whether they want to actually recruit? or train, or just somehow help out? Yeah, the easiest way is to go to our website, uh, pathwaystowork.org. Um, if you go on the landing page, there's a spot where you can give us your email address, and we'll get back in touch with you and see how we can connect you and, and get you roped in. It's an exciting program. Do you, I mean, is, how long have you been with it? Um, I'm coming up on two years. I've been I've been in the workforce development field for over 10 and, and two years at, at United Way. So only two with United Way or yeah. only two with Pathways? Um. To and at United Way and Pathways. Okay. Yeah. So did you, did you, were you kind of surprised by this program when you started with it? Yeah, I was. I was just because um, of the the deep partnerships that it requires um, to really help people get jobs. Um, it, it You can't rely on one single organization to do it all. It really requires employers, um, you know, letting us know what kind of skills they're looking for in job applicants. It requires nonprofits and colleges that have that um, experience 
providing programs, doing that instruction. Um, and then it really requires funders like the United Way kind of coming in and providing the the expertise and resources to get these programs off the ground. Had you worked in job placement before Pathways? I hadn't, no. Mm-hmm. This is the first time. Okay, so it's yeah. a new thing to you? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's got it's to gotta feel good. This is very rewarding work. It is. It's life-changing. It really is because, you know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of times we, we tend to really focus on, you know, making sure that we help our children and youth get started on the right foot. Um, and maybe sometimes not as much time on the working adult that wasn't able to get on the right foot and really going back and seeing what we can do to help change their lives. So to really be helping to really be able to help a working adult that didn't think that they could go to college, that didn't think that they would be able to get a better job is, is extremely rewarding. Have you th- have you seen or been a part of any of the actual training that these people go through just to kind of get an idea of what they're doing? Yeah, I have to say I have. Um, and the health, I was uh, at a healthcare training where they were t- uh, where the students were learning um, how to draw blood. Um, by actually sticking needles into each other, and I definitely don't think that so I could you do a that. Participant? I was not. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so if you had to pick, then so w- would you go into the IT or the med field? Then if you were going to be a part of Pathways, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like the people aspect of healthcare. Um, you know, IT is um, pretty cool too, just because the technology is changing and. Yeah. Um, be fascinating to get involved in that. But even on the IT side of being in a training program, uh, training class in the IT side, I was kind of surprised that the program could take people with no computer experience, maybe have only used email, and be teaching them, you know, how to break down a computer and put it back together. And maybe that's a, that's a really good thing to mention about this this kind of project because a lot of times people they see computers and it, you're either of that or you are not. Yeah, you know, I'm not computer literate. I don't know anything about that. Right. But these are the kind of programs where you you can learn this stuff and you can get a job in it. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. Um, you know, as long as you try. I mean, that's really if you have a willingness and a commitment, um, you absolutely can. The instructors are great. Um, they have experience in the field, but they're also great at just working with people and helping them feel confident. And so, really, it just takes a commitment to want to do it. You guys are essentially full right now. Let's say for people that are going to be a part of Pathways, but mm-hmm. when would this open? Open up again. When can somebody look forward to maybe being a part of this in the future? You know, I would say um, go to our website and let us know, and um, you know we can definitely get in touch with you and let you know. Um, the training happens throughout the year. Um, they tend to uh, they tend to run about three or four times a year. So right now, both of our training programs are going to be are finishing up their spring session, and we'll be going into summer. So folks that are interested for fall, this is actually a good time to get in touch with us, and we can. Um, we can help you get routed to the IT tra- training program if that's where you think that um, you want to go to or the healthcare. Andrew Glispie is the director of Pathways to Work, their website, pathwaystowork.org. You could also learn more at the United Way website, which is unitedwaydallas.org. Mm-hmm. Pretty great stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're really excited and we're happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.